Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. A Southwest pilot finds himself on the hot seat after allegedly speaking the most vulgar of all phrases. Let's go, Brandon. Plus, Joe Biden's polls are in the toilet. And Colin Kaepernick compares the NFL combine to actual slavery. I'm Ben Shapiro. This is The Ben Shapiro Show. Today's show is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Protect your data from big tech with VPN I trust. Visit expressvpn.com slash Ben. Well, you know, those pirates who are constantly sailing the seven seas, they weren't doing so in search of U.S. dollars because those dollars didn't exist, number one. And number two, would have been increasingly worthless over time if they had. Instead, they were searching for doubloons, right? They wanted the gold. Well, if you are concerned about the future of the United States dollar, the way that pirates used to be, perhaps you should be checking out Birch Gold today. Because here's the thing. It was recently announced that Social Security benefits are going to increase by 5.9% in January. That's the highest increase in 40 years. This is the government admitting inflation is out of control, and yet the left is still pushing through trillions more in spending. So how are you protecting your savings from inflation? I protect mine with gold and silver from Birch Gold. Now, an incentive for you to do so this month, when you text Ben to 474747 and purchase precious metals with Birch Gold by December 23rd, you'll get free silver for every $5,000 you invest. And yes, you can convert an eligible IRA or 401k into an IRA backed by precious metals. That qualifies as well. Birch Gold has that A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, thousands of happy customers, including me. Text Ben to 474747 for your free no-obligation information kit on holding gold and silver in a tax-sheltered account and to claim your free silver with qualifying purchase by December 23rd. Text Ben to 474747. Protect your savings today with an asset that will not devalue the way that paper money does. Instead, try your hand with precious metals. Text Ben to 474747 to get started. All righty. So right now, the polls for Joseph R. Biden are just horrific. They're just really bad. Here's the thing. Democrats have a real problem on their hands because Joe Biden has pursued radical policies that no one wanted for him. And again, I can't say it enough. His mandate coming in was one, be not alive, and two, be moderate. And he has achieved only one of these things. He is a zombie wandering around doing the work of Bernie Sanders. And this is like the worst combo because you've got a guy who's not alive, but also is scaring you, right? He's not like, he's not like an, an inanimate object that's not scary. He's not you know, just a just a jug on the floor or something. Instead, he's actually wandering around searching for brains in the in the mold of progressive radicals. And so Americans are increasingly not liking this at all. Right now, there's an NBC poll. It shows 71% of Americans believe the United States is on the wrong track. Uh-oh. Biden's approval rating stands at 42%. That is down seven points from August. That's the last time their survey was taken. The poll shows a majority of Americans disapprove of the president's job performance, 54%, giving Biden a thumbs down for his first nine months in office. Only 37% of Americans believe Biden is competent and effective, compared with 50% who don't believe that. Only 37% believe that Biden can handle a crisis, with 47% saying he cannot, which means his actual floor is not 42. His actual floor is like 37%, which is just horrific for him, especially because the hopes of the Democratic Party are so pegged to him personally. Nobody's big on his agenda. But the idea was that he was going to be personally a popular guy, right? He's inoffensive and he's sympathetic. 
empathetic grandpa Joe, right? He's he's the guy who's going to come in. He's going to comfort you and tell you stories about Bo. And then it turns out that Afghanistan killed all of that. He didn't seem empathetic anymore. He seemed like a jerk. He seemed like a belligerent jackass. And because of that, Americans were like, okay, he's belligerent and he's nasty and he's incompetent and he's senile. So that is a very, very bad combination for Joe Biden. And you're seeing it reflected across the board. The polling numbers for Democrats right now are just brutal. Issue by issue, Republicans have massive advantages. Issue by issue. Right now, Republicans are up by 27 points in terms of who you trust to deal with border security. In dealing with the economy, Republicans are up by 18 points in dealing with the economy. That is, that is the biggest number in the, I'm looking at it right now, that is the biggest number in the history of the NBC News poll, that number. Republicans up by 18 points. Huge, huge advantage for Republicans. Dealing with immigration, again, they're up by a huge, a huge number. When it comes to education, Democrats who traditionally have been up by like 20 points in that area are only up by about 10. Democrats are up a lot in global warming, but here's the thing. No one cares about global warming, so who cares? When it comes to every major issue that Americans care about, Republicans are up big in this new NBC News poll, and that is a disaster for them. Republicans are up massively when it comes to controlling inflation, 24 points with regard to controlling inflation, dealing with crime. Republicans are up by 22 points dealing with crime, dealing with national security. Republicans up 21 points dealing with national security. How about election security, right? Now we're talking about the January 6th stuff. Democrats are only up one point. So that whole January 6th talking point that elections are going to be stolen by the evil Republicans, no one actually thinks that's true and no one cares. It's a basically even split. Democrats are ahead on one issue and one issue only by any significant margin. And that, of course, is climate change, which no one has as a top priority in the United States right now. Not just that. New poll from ABC News shows roughly seven in 10 Americans know virtually nothing about what exactly Democrats are negotiating about. But of the Americans who do, more Americans say that they don't like the bill than say that they do like the bill. The new ABC News Ipsos poll found a plurality, 32% of Americans think the bills would hurt people like them if they became law. Only 25% think it would help them. About two in 10, 18% said that they think the bills will make no difference. 24% said they didn't know. Even among Democrats, fewer than half think the two bills would help people like them, 47%. A quarter of Democrats think it'll make no difference. 22% don't know how it would impact their lives. Okay, so these are just disastrous numbers for Democrats across the board. So if you believe that them passing this bill is going to save them, wrongo, it is not. Them passing Build Back Better will not save them. It will harm them because they are throwing money at an inflation problem. Only about half of independents approve of Biden's handling of climate change. Okay, but on other issues, economic recovery, gun violence, crime and taxes, independents' approval hovers around four in 10. He is below 40% on gun violence, Afghanistan, and immigration. He's at 31% on immigration. Fewer than two-thirds of Democrats approve of Biden's handling of gun violence. Why? Because crime has spiked in the major cities. Only 62% of Democrats approve of Biden's handling of Afghanistan. This is the ABC News poll. Again, separate poll. On immigration, only 54% of Democrats approve of Biden on immigration. These are abysmal numbers. I mean, honestly, these are numbers that are way worse than what Trump had because Biden ain't even holding his own base. His own base is looking at him cross-eyed. And Joe Biden has no good answer on this. So he was at this, this G20 summit. So he decided to cross the seas and spew a bunch of carbon in order to jabber about climate change with a bunch of other people who aren't going to do anything about climate change. And, uh, and then apparently he looked askance 
out by, uh, by Greta Thunberg, who will be very disappointed in Joe Biden. So here is Joe Biden, a decrepit, doddering president, a top aide's decrepit, doddering authoritarian presidency, saying that he has no good answer on these polls. The polls are going to go up and down and up and down. They were high early, then they got medium, then went back up, and now they're low. Well, look, this is, uh, look, look at every other president. The same thing has happened, but that's not why I ran. I didn't rent, run to determine how well I'm going to do in the polls. I ran to make sure that I followed through on what I said I would do as president of the United States. Yeah, man. Uh, no, not everybody's polls look like this. Obama's polls didn't look like this. They didn't. His predecessor in the Democratic Party, his polls did not look like that. Okay, so this is what is underlying the media's sudden obsession with the fact that people really don't like Biden to the extent that they are now chanting, let's go, Brandon. We'll get to that in just one second. First, let's talk about the fact that let's say let's say that your family is really lacking cash. And so you decide to take part in some sort of odd gambling scenario where you're going to go and you're going to play children's games for the possibility of winning a lot of money. But the downside is you might get shot. Right. Those are the two choices. You're going to win this giant pile of money or you're going to be shot to death. Well, before you enter the arena, you might think very seriously about getting some life insurance. Policy Genius makes it easy to compare quotes from over a dozen top insurers all in one place. Why compare? You could save 50% or more on life insurance by comparing quotes with Policy Genius. In fact, you could save $1,300 or more per year on life insurance by using Policy Genius to compare policies. The licensed experts at Policy Genius work for you, not the insurance companies, so you can trust them to help you navigate every step of the shopping and buying process. That kind of service has earned Policy Genius thousands of five-star reviews across Trustpilot and Google. And eligible applicants can get covered in as little as a week thanks to an award-winning policy option that swaps the standard medical exam requirement for a simple phone call. That exclusive policy was recently rated number one by Forbes Advisor Higher Than Options from Ladder Ethos and Bestow. It's super easy. Go to policygenius.com slash Shapiro. In minutes, you can work out how much life insurance coverage you need, compare personalized quotes to find your best price. And when you're ready to apply, that Policy Genius team will handle the paperwork and scheduling for free. Head over to policygenius.com slash Shapiro. Get started right now. Policy Genius, when it comes to insurance, it's nice and quite important to get it right. All right, so as you all know, as I'm, as I'm sure you have heard, the chant Let's Go Brandon has become very common across the country. Now, you'll recall the reason that Let's Go Brandon went viral in the first place is because there was a NASCAR race in which a driver named Brandon Brown won the race. And he was being interviewed after the race by a sports reporter. And in the background, people were not chanting Let's Go Brandon. They were chanting Bleep Joe Biden. Bleep being the F word, right? F Joe Biden. This is what they were chanting. And the reporter, trying to pass this off as a non-obscene chant, said, Listen to that crowd, Brandon. They're all saying, let's go, Brandon. And it was super funny because you can hear right in the background the people chanting F Joe Biden. You can hear it. And then you can hear the media in real time trying to spin it as like a pro-Brandon cheer. So this has become sort of the more innocent meme of F Joe Biden, right? When you want to say F Joe Biden, but you don't want to be vulgar, instead you say, let's go, Brandon. It also happens to be kind of a hilarious in-joke about the incompetence and stupidity of an insular media that are constantly attempting to spin away the fact that people do not like Joe Biden. And this is the whole thing, guys. If for the media, for the Democratic Party, Joe Biden must remain personally popular or the Democrats are toast. Remember, the entire 2020 campaign was not run on issues. On the issues, Donald Trump won. On personality, Joe Biden won, not because people love Joe Biden, but because he's not Donald Trump. And so ever since then, Democrats have basically been relying on two things, not being Trump, and maybe, maybe you'll develop a, a certain sense of warmth for Joe Biden. Well, here's the thing. Nobody has a sense of warmth for Joe Biden. Nobody thinks that Joe Biden is what he was billed as, this, this empathetic elderly statesman who's going to massage your shoulders while he comforts you about your, 
your life issues. Like, nobody thinks of Joe Biden that way. And so when the ire raises with Joe Biden, it scares the living hell out of the Democrats, as it should, especially because they don't have anybody waiting in the wings. Right? The person who is next in line is even more unpopular than Joe Biden. Kamala Harris, the, the cackling politician who literally begins laughing randomly if asked a difficult question and is so fake that she makes, I can't believe it's not butter, seem like the genuine article. Okay, like that, that's, she, she is, she's airsats authenticity and, and very clearly so. And she's the spam of, of, of breakfast meats. I mean, just, I mean, nobody likes Kamala Harris. So you got Joe Biden here and then behind him, you got Kamala Harris and they're like, oh my God, really? And then they were trying to prop up Pete Buttigieg, but it turns out that guy went on paternity leave for two months for who knows. And, um, and then no one even noticed so Democrats have a real world of hurt coming for them. It's, it's not as though they have a deep bench here. And so this scares them. Let's go. Let's go. Brandon is scary to them. You have to understand that. Let's go. Brandon is is even scarier to them than the time that that rodeo clown dons an Obama mask and the entire media activated. Because here's the other thing about Joe Biden. If Joe Biden is not personally popular, if people don't like Joe Biden, the Democrats cannot claim it is because of racism. When people didn't like Barack Obama's agenda, the Democrats kept claiming. And so did Obama that it was because the American people are actually secretly racist. When it was Hillary Clinton, the media had a convenient excuse. It turns out that you are a vicious, brutal sexist. In, in fact, the media would have an easier time with people not liking Kamala Harris and not liking Joe Biden. Because if people don't like Kamala Harris, the media just says that you are racist and sexist. But if you don't like Joe Biden, who is whiter than the back of this sheet of paper, I mean, Joe Biden makes me look like a person of color. If, if you don't like Joe Biden, it turns out maybe you just don't like Joe Biden. And you don't like his agenda. And this is scary for Democrats. Because if you don't like Joe Biden, and you don't like his agenda, what's the alternative? Okay, so all of this came to a head over the weekend because allegedly there was a pilot on Southwest Airlines who came on the loudspeaker and as a joke said, let's go, Brandon, which is just horrific. Right? I mean, just, just brutal and horrific. And how could it happen? Okay, so. According to a reporter from the Associated Press named Colleen Long, this is the only allegation we have. On Friday morning, on a Southwest flight from Houston to Albuquerque, the pilot signed off his greeting over the public address system with the phrase, to audible gasps from some passengers. <gasps> People just audibly gasping. Ah, oh, the pearl clutching. They're clutching those pearls so hard, they actually turn them into, into pearls. They, they clutch them so hard. They turn them into diamonds. They clutch them so hard. Southwest said in a statement, the airline, quote, takes pride in providing a welcoming, comfortable and respectful environment and behavior from any individual that is divisive or offensive is not condoned. Veteran GOP ad maker Jim Anosensi had no qualms about the coded crudity, calling it hilarious. <laughs> but but again, Democrats and the media, they can't have a sense of humor about this thing. So it's very bad. OK, so first of all, we don't know this actually happened because there's no tape of it that has emerged so far. It's literally just the word of a person who is on a flight. It's going to be really, really funny if it turns out that all the pilot said was prepare for landing. And this person was like, did he say, let's go, Brandon? Apparently, she then charged up to the cockpit and started pounding on the door, which is a great tactic, by the way. That's not an FAA violation at all. So, but, but even if that's true, and it could be. The reason I know it could be is because last week I was flying and the pilot, it was, it was a private flight, and the private, and the pilot said, would you like to get on the, uh, on the, inter on the, the radio? And uh, radio all the other pilots and say, let's go, Brandon. So apparently this, is, this has, in fact, become somewhat of a thing among pilots, which is super funny. And um, this is the end of the world. Okay, so one pilot gets 
on the intercom and apparently, allegedly says, let's go, Brandon. And the media lose their bleep. They just go apely, which, of course, is exactly the way to get people to stop doing a funny thing. If you really want to get people to stop doing something, make a huge deal out of it. If you've ever had children and your children have cursed, the, the smartest thing to do is make a huge deal out of it because then they'll never, they'll never do it again. Or alternatively, you're really stupid if you do that. But the media can't help themselves. We'll get to this in just one second because this is the, it, it's, it's great. And it is indicative, again, of the fact that the double standard when it comes to vulgarity, the double standard when it comes to how you're supposed to feel about particular politicians is so unbelievably glaring when it comes to the media. First, let's talk about a simple fact. You really need to look at refining your house like right now because the rates are going to rise. They're going to rise sometime in the near future. You should go check out the refi rates right now if you are a homeowner focused on your budget. It's a strategic approach, mortgage refinance. It makes sense for a lot of people because rates are still near their all-time lows. It makes it a great time to call American Financing. Learn about custom loan options that can save you up to $1,000 a month. That's correct, a month, because they do more than just lower your rate. They look at your entire financial picture, finding every way to help you save. No pressure, no obligation, no upfront or hidden fees. So why not learn more? We'll give you a free mortgage review. You might skip two payments if you choose to move forward. You can pre-qualify for free right now by calling 866-721-3300. That is 866-721-3300. Or you can visit them at AmericanFinancing.net and MLS 182334 and Again, right now is an excellent time to refi your mortgage. If you haven't at least checked out the rates, you really, really should pre-qualify for free. Call 866-721-3300. That is 866-721-3300. Okay, so Southwest Airlines has now released a statement. And so we know many of you have heard about recent statements that may have been made on a Southwest flight. We wanted you to hear directly from us. So they, hadn't, they can't even confirm, by the way, that this happened. So it will be hysterical if it turns out this is all a figment of an AP reporter's imagination. I, I will laugh very hard. It wouldn't be rare. The media do this kind of stuff all the time. The media are constantly reporting incidents that are supposedly damning of American right-wing culture. And then it turns out that it never happened. That kind of stuff does happen. But here's what Southwest says. Quote, the Southwest team takes pride in providing a welcoming, comfortable, safe, and respectful environment for the millions of customers who fly with us each year. Southwest does not condone employees sharing their personal political opinions while on the job, serving our customers. And one employee's individual perspective should not be interpreted as the viewpoint of Southwest and its collective 54,000 employees. Southwest is conducting an internal investigation into the recently reported event and will address the situation directly with any employee involved while continuing to remind all employees that public expression of personal opinions while on duty is unacceptable. Southwest does not tolerate any behavior that encourages divisiveness as it does not reflect the Southwest hospitality and inclusiveness for which we are known and strive to provide each day on every flight. Ah, the end of the world has arrived. Somebody said, let's go Brandon on a flight. Ah, just, just horrific, just horrific. Okay, so Southwest is apparently addressing it internally. According to According to the Washington Post, the phrase has been used as a code by conservative critics of the president since a chant of F. Joe Biden broke out among a crowd at Alabama's Talladega Super Speedway in early October. The story also became a rallying cry for those defending the pilot's purported remarks, with some saying it would, in fact, encourage them to fly southwest. First of all, that would be great. Harvard professor and CNN analyst Juliet Kayyem had a tweet. Okay, so there, there are a lot of tweets from a lot of blue checkmark people who were super upset. So, for example... Expert on everything, Tom Nichols, who writes books on expertise because he's an expert on expertise. He's so experty that he doesn't know things. So he tweeted out, maybe for a flight attendant, this would have been okay. But the pilot announcing his political feelings with a slogan like that strikes me as kind of loopy. If F.A. gets off the handle, yeah, but the pilot, he knows he's risking getting fired. 
I'm not good with trusting a guy like that with my life. So expert Tom Nichols is now worried that what, the guy's going to like fly the plane into a building because he said, let's go, Brandon. These people are insane. I'm sorry. They're just crazy. They're just crazy. Tristan Snell, who is a person who I guess comments for CNN. That's literally the only reason anyone has ever heard of him. He tweeted, let's go, Brandon, has become the MAGA version of Sieg Heil. Oh, has it? I spot some differences. I'm spotting some differences. Like, for example, I, an Orthodox Jew, not big with the Sieg Heil. However, Let's Go Brandon is hilarious. Okay, Let's Go Brandon is great. Then you have Asha Rangappa, who's another CNN com. I don't know what's in the water over at CNN. These people are higher than their own supply. Asha Rangappa, she tweeted, as an experiment, I'd love for a Southwest pilot to say, long live ISIS before taking off. My guess is one, the plane would be immediately grounded, two, the pilot fired, and three, a statement issued by the airline within a matter of hours. Long live ISIS? And let's go, Brandon. Again, not the same thing. Like, not the same thing. I noticed because ISIS cuts the heads off people or puts them in cages and sets them on fire or, you know, bombs American service people in Afghanistan. Whereas let's go, Brandon is a bunch of people who think it's funny to say F Joe Biden because he's the worst. Then she followed up. She couldn't let it go. And somebody tweeted back. Right, because supporting terrorists that have run planes into buildings is atrocious. And not at all like saying, let's go, Brandon. If you were former FBI, it does explain what's wrong with the FBI. That is a fair critique. And she wrote, ISIS didn't run planes into buildings. They didn't exist in 2001. Oh, well, owned, pawned. MAGA did attack the Capitol, attempt to overthrow the government of the United States and threaten to hang the vice president. So, oh yeah, so, so let's go, Brandon is the same as breaking into the Capitol now. You wonder why the right thinks the left is loony and these people cannot be let anywhere near power. It's because of this kind of crap where you suggest that if I don't like Joe Biden because he's a bad president, that it's the equivalent of me rushing into the Capitol and threatening to hang Mike Pence. And then Juliet, Juliet Kayam, as I mentioned before, she tweeted, if Southwest Air doesn't do anything, every passenger on that flight has standing to file a complaint with the FAA and they should do so. Southwest will then be compelled to investigate or defend him. Have fun with that. No messing around in the air. Bright line rule. And somebody wrote back, not being flipped, but a complaint for what? Is he in violation of an FAA rule or regulation? And she said, yes, pilot conduct. His words reflect the possibility of anger management or substance abuse. It is worth asking. <laughs> so now, if you say, let's go, Brandon, publicly. By the way, I've worn a shirt that says, let's go, Brandon. One of my favorite shirts. Great shirt. Available from Daily Wire. Um, if, you, if you say that now, maybe you're on drugs or drunk while flying. Okay, maybe you shouldn't get drunk before tweeting, Juliet Kayam. Uh, Dino Badaya tweeted, Southwest Airlines is now the pro-January 6th terrorist attack airlines. Oh, oh man. Again, all these folks who comment for CNN, they are so crazy. By the way, just a quick note here. It would be crazy, right? If, uh, I mean, totally nuts. If it turned out that American, that, that pretty frequently these airlines allow people to say political things. Like, say for example, that the American American Airlines crew had been allowed to wear Black Lives Matter pins on their uniforms last year, which is what they did. Quote, American Airlines believes in equity and inclusion for all. Fundamentally, we believe Black Lives Matter is an expression of equality, not a political statement. It doesn't mean other lives don't matter. Rather, that in our society, Black lives should be mattered and be valued the same as others. Also, American has already allowed employees to wear pins representing recognized groups, including religious faith, nationality, military service, and LGBTQ pride. Flight attendants can wear three pieces of flair on their uniform. Don't worry. It's, it's all, it, this is the rule for the left. It's apolitical when they say it, 
but so political that maybe you should get fired if you say it. And everybody can see this crap. Everybody can see it. In just one second, we'll get to the hilarity of all these folks on the left being very upset about the vulgarity. Ah, the vulgarity. This is what they care about deeply now, vulgarity. We'll get to that in just one moment. First, let's talk about the simple fact that the holidays are approaching and you might be thinking about how you're going to save some extra money. I mean, let's face it, you're probably going to rack up some credit card charges between now and the holidays buying Christmas gifts or going shopping for Thanksgiving. But what you can't afford to do is get behind on those credit card payments. So you need to consolidate your high interest credit card balances to a lower rate and save with Lightstream. Lightstream offers credit card consolidation loans with rates starting at 4.98% APR with auto pay and excellent credit, much lower than the national average interest on credit cards. That's like 19% APR plus your rate is fixed. So as rates continue to rise, your low rate will not budge. There are no fees. You can get your money as soon as the day you apply. Lightstream believes that people with good credit deserve a better loan experience. That's exactly what they deliver. Just for my listeners, apply now, get a special interest rate discount, save even more. The only way to get that discount, go to lightstream.com slash Shapiro, L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M.com slash Shapiro. Subject to credit approval rates range from 4.98% APR to 19.99% APR, include 0.50% auto pay discount. Lowest rate requires excellent credit terms and conditions apply. Offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash Shapiro for more information. That is lightstream.com slash Shapiro for more information. Okay, so the left is going to pretend that they're very angry at the politicization of anybody who's involved with the corporation after spending a year bullying and cudgeling corporations into doing precisely their bidding. Remember, the worst thing in the world is that MLB was going to have the All-Star Game in Georgia. They moved the All-Star Game because some Democrats pretended to be offended by Georgia's voter law. Remember that Coca-Cola made statements about this and then had to back off of them. Remember that every major corporation in America has endorsed every woke point of view for the last several years, right? Everything from branding all of their products for LGBTQ Pride Month to BLM. Any corporate leader, by the way, who spoke out about the 2020 election ripped on Trump. You can't find a corporate. And if they didn't, like the guy who's the head of Goya, he got ripped up and down by the media. So the entire corporate culture, the entire institutional corporate culture is biased to the left because they know where their bread is buttered. But if one pilot says a thing on a plane, bad, he's probably a drunk, he's probably a drug user, you got to get him fired. Really, really important. Okay, now, are they really that concerned about the pilot? No, they're concerned that people don't like Joe Biden. End of story. Okay, so then they have a second pitch. Okay, and their second pitch is that Anybody who doesn't like Joe Biden is actually in league with January 6th or that, that sort of crap or, or must be fired. And, and this is real politicization. How dare you polarize America with your let's go Brandon chant? Oh, the polar. So that's one. The other is it's so vulgar. It's a, guys, the reason we say let's go Brandon is because it is not vulgar. Okay, like I'm not going to say F Joe Biden in front of my kids. I will 100% say let's go Brandon in front of my kids because it doesn't mean anything. It's a euphemism for F Joe Biden, obviously. But that's the whole point. That's why we use euphemisms. The point of euphemisms is so that you're not vulgar. It's a deliberately non-vulgar statement. But the media are like, oh, oh, be still. They're beating hearts. You said, let's go, Brandon. And we know secretly what you mean is F Joe Biden. And that's vulgar. It's vulgar and terrible. So you end up with, with foolishness like this from Dana Milbank over at the Washington Post. Let's go, Brandon. Is Republicans a vulgar, vulgar governing agenda? At 7.30 p.m., Thursday, at 7.30 a.m. Thursday morning, White House officials rolled out President Biden's roughly $1.75 million trillion framework to cut taxes for ordinary Americans and make it easier for them to afford health care and housing, send their kids to pre-K and college, and adopt clean new power for their homes and cars. Was oh, that all it does there, Dana Milbank? 
He says, an hour later came the Republican response from the office of Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell of Kentucky. It was succinct and to the point. F. Joe Biden. Technically, the message, a tweet from McConnell press secretary Doug Andre, showed a photo of a roadside sign that said, let's go, Brandon. For the initiate, uninitiated, that's a MAGA meme in which the phrase stands for the slightly homophonous F. Joe Biden. It's a way to flip the bird at the president without running afoul of technology censors, as the right-wing Washington Times put it. First of all, it's not a MAGA meme. Okay, like it has nothing to do with Donald Trump particularly. Okay, as you all know, I voted for Donald Trump in the last election. I didn't vote for him in the first election. Guess what? Doesn't have to do with Trump. Joe Biden's a terrible president. Let's go, Brandon, just means you don't like him. A lot of people feeling let's go, Brandon, right now who didn't vote for Trump, which is why Joe Biden is in the toilet in the approval ratings. It's why in particular issues, he's down at 37%. Like, is he competent? The substitute phrase has been chanted at rallies for Virginia Republican gubernatorial candidate Glenn Youngkin, used by Senators Ted Cruz, Republican Representatives Bill Posey of Florida on the House floor, Jim Banks of Indiana, and Donald Trump Jr. On Thursday, adopted by Trump himself, he offered Let's Go Brandon t-shirts for those sending at least $45 to his organization, Save America. Think about that. Ah. Could the contrast be any greater, says Dana Milbank? Half of America's leaders are trying to govern. The other half are hurling vulgarities. Oh, the vulgarities. You know what's amazing was those four years where there were no vulgarities. There were no vulgarities for four long years. When Donald Trump was president, America was just filled with a spirit of goodwill and tolerance from Democrats who never had anything vulgar to say about Donald Trump. And in fact, were utterly intolerant of any vulgarity directed at the president of the United States for four years. They hated vulgarity, Democrats. If there's one thing Democrats hate, it is vulgarity. I mean, sure, they are into there being no social standards whatsoever on anything ranging from teaching porn to your kids in school to curse words in music. Like, that, that, that's all fine. Right? WAP is a great song for you to play to your seven-year-old. But, but they are very worried about vulgarity generally, and they are specifically worried about vulgarity that is directed at the president of the United States, which is why they were, you remember this, Robert De Niro, he went out at the Tonys, you remember, and he was so, you remember the blowback? Remember how angry Democrats were when Robert De Niro said this? I'm going to say one thing. F Trump. It's no longer down with Trump. It's f Trump. Oh, and everybody, standing ovation, standing ovation from the crowd, but secretly in their heart, they were upset about the vulgarity. That's what we're led to believe. They're, they're literally standing and cheering for F Trump there. And the media are like, oh, Robert De Niro, what a hero. I mean, there's nothing quite as heroic as standing up in front of a bunch of people who totally agree with you and saying F Trump. Resistance heroes all. You remember, but they, the truth is, deep down in their heart, they were very upset with the vulgarity. Now, remember, he actually said F Trump. He didn't say, let's go Trump or let's go Brandon or let's go Tony or something. Okay, and it wasn't just, it wasn't just Robert De Niro. Of course, we all know this. Okay, we all know this. We were here for four years. Well, you use vulgarities that are honestly unprecedented in American life with regard to Trump. Like whatever you think about the vulgarities directed at, at Barack Obama by public figures, they were nothing compared to what public figures said about Trump and his family and anything associated with Trump, his supporters, like not close, not even remotely close. Many of us really thought that Barack Obama was a terrible president and did great damage to the country. There were no public figures who were saying this kind of stuff about Barack Obama. He's certainly not celebrated by the mainstream media. And if a public figure was saying it, he was pretty quickly taken to task. Not so on the left. For four years, the greatest way to fame and fortune was to say F Trump and F his family. I mean, you remember Samantha Bee literally went on air and she called Ivanka Trump 
right? Not even Trump himself. Ivanka Trump, she called a feckless C-word. Ivanka Trump, who works at the White House, chose to post the second most oblivious tweet we've seen this week. You know, Ivanka, that's a beautiful photo of you and your child, but let me just say, one mother to another, do something about your dad's immigration practices, you feckless He listens to you. Okay, um, yeah, and, and people cheering wildly, right? Cheering wildly, but it's the vulgarity they have. If there's one thing Democrats are known for is their objections to generalized vulgarity. They hate generalized vulgarity. It's just the worst for them. Now, play that latest Cardi B song again. Here's Jim, uh, Jim Gaffigan, you'll remember, in the middle of August last year. He wanted to demonstrate, because there are a lot of right-wingers who kind of like Jim Gaffigan's comedy for reasons that partially elude me. Anyway, Jim Gaffigan tweeted out, I don't give a bleep if anyone thinks this is virtue signaling or whatever. We need to wake up. We need to call Trump the con man and thief that he is. And then somebody wrote back to him and he said, oh, F you. That is moronic. But there, you got me to respond, idiot. He's just a, a genius. And then he says, remember, everything Trump accuses the Democrats of, he's guilty of. Don't let the socialist name calling distract you from the fact he's a fascist who has no belief in law. And someone wrote back, he probably just lost a lot of followers for this one. Stick to comedy. And he wrote back, hey, F you, Karen. It just, but... He was cheered for this, right? Heroism from, from Jim Gaffigan. Oh, Jim Gaffigan. That's what the hell I It's, the gaslighting is insane. It's insane. You want more Trump? This is how you're going to get more Trump, guys. This is how you're going to get more Trump. Seriously, because eventually the right is just going to be like, okay, we're not going to say let's go Brandon anymore. We're just going to say Joe Biden, right? We're all going to say that. We're just going to say that because- if you say that we can't even use the euphemism for we don't like Biden without us being accused of unprecedented vulgarity and terrorism, we're all just going to be like, you know what? Screw it. We're going to say exactly what we mean. Remember that for four years, wearing a hat, a hat, which was specifically supposed to be a reference not to a cat, but to female genitals, was considered a wonderful thing. It was considered a sign of resistance heroism. Even NPR noted at the time that it was meant to be a reference to vulgarity. Here's NPR way back when. McGovern acknowledges some may find the name of the hats vulgar, but... I feel like we kind of had to take it back, make it a feminist word. A 2005 video of Donald Trump bragging about grabbing women by their genitals inspired the hat's creation. Deepthi Seti marched with her mom and sister, all wearing the hats. She says it's empowering to reappropriate the word. I think sitting there and saying, I'm wearing a hat and not having it reflect something vulgar, something that you should shy away from. Okay, so they were literally putting hats on children. (laughs) How dare you with your vulgarity, with your let's go Brandon vulgarity. Honestly, off. I mean, (laughs) it's absurd. The whole thing is absurd. Okay, and the vulgarity is not on the left. The vulgarity is not restricted to the kind of language they use with regard to Republicans. It's 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 expansive. That vulgarity exists in the, the entire approach to America and public life. They engage in the kind of polarizing, insane activity that is way worse than, than anything remotely like Let's Go Brandon. Hey, to, just to take the latest example. So in Virginia, it looks very much as though Terry McAuliffe may go down to flaming defeat tomorrow in Virginia. Right now in the Real Clear Politics poll average, McAuliffe is trailing. The enthusiasm in Virginia by all accounts on the ground is not for McAuliffe. The enthusiasm is for Youngkin. By the way, all the polls nationally are showing that Republicans are far more motivated to vote in 2022 than Democrats are. So this early bellwether is a disaster for Democrats. So over the weekend, right before the weekend, there was this picture that came out 
Okay, the picture that came out was a picture of five people standing in front of a Glenn Youngkin bus. They were wearing Charlottesville outfits. They were wearing outfits from Charlottesville from the white supremacist rally, like khakis and white shirts, and they were carrying tiki torches. Now, it was pretty clear, and they were talking about how they supported Youngkin. It was pretty clear from the get-go that this was a phony, right? That it was, a, it, was a, it was an op. It was pretty clear from the get Why? Well, because one of the people who was carrying the tiki torch was black. My favorite thing about this is that the leftists who wanted to make it seem as though a bunch of white supremacists were supporting Glenn Youngkin, they were like, but you know what? We still have to pay attention to our own diversity requirements. So we can't just have a bunch of white guys go out there and pretend to be white supremacists supporting Glenn Youngkin to make Youngkin look bad. That would violate our own strictures and, and, and sense of propriety about diversity. So they sent a black dude and a lady as well. We'll send this transgender little person to pretend to be a, a, a white supremacist Youngkin supporter. Geniuses, geniuses all. Okay, so this became a big thing. So on Friday, there are a bunch of people on the left who are tweeting this out. Look at these white supremacist Youngkin supporters. And everybody on the right is like, yeah, this is bull. I'm sorry, this is not real. Everybody on the right was like, this is just nonsense. You, like, it's pretty clear what you guys are doing. It is clear this is not true. And as it turns out, it wasn't true. The Lincoln Project then had to claim responsibility. So you remember all those idiots at the Lincoln Project who, when they are not busy covering up their founders, reaching out, I'll put that mildly, reaching out to underage men, that um, when, when they're not busy doing that, and then disbanding, then rebanding, they're, they're committing ops like this. Remember, this was supposed to be, these are the true believer anti-Trump Republicans, right? Except they vote for every Democrat across the country, including people who have no relation to Trump. So they're just Democrats who grift and grift hard. This is grift hard too, grift harder. So they put out a statement. Glenn Youngkin has said, President Trump represents so much of why I'm running. Youngkin proves it every day by trying to divide Virginians using racial code words like critical race theory. The Lincoln Project has run advertisements highlighting the hate unleashed in Charlottesville, as well as Glenn Youngkin's continued failure to denounce Donald Trump. Today's demonstration was our way of reminding Virginians what happened in Charlottesville four years ago. We will continue to hold Glenn Youngkin accountable. Until then, we'll be back. Okay, uh, so yeah, it was a complete backfire. And I, I do appreciate that the Lincoln Project continues to use minors for their own perverse purposes. That's, that's fun. Apparently, these were members of the Young Democrats. So using young people for their own perverse purposes and ruining their lives is apparently like these people will now be searchable for the rest of time and memeable for the rest of time. That was a genius move. And this is the entire Democratic shtick in Virginia right now is to try and accuse Glenn Youngkin of racism without any evidence. And this is a form of political vulgarity that really is damaging to the country. By the way, critical race theory is written into many of the standards for the Virginia Department of Education. Chris Rufo has the receipts over on Twitter. But this is part of the pitch. And the same people are like, don't say, let's go, Brandon, too vulgar. They will go out there and just lie about their political opponents by calling them vicious racists. This is Terry McAuliffe's game because he's losing. Here is Terry McAuliffe over the weekend. He wants to ban Toni Morrison's book, Beloved. So he's going after one of the most preeminent African-American female writers in American history, won the Nobel Prize as Presidential Medal of Freedom. And he wants her books banned. Now, of all the hundreds of books you could look at, why did you take the one black female author? Why did you do it? He's ending his campaign on a racist dog whistle, just like he started the campaign when he talks about election integrity. Okay, that's just a lie. It's just a lie. Okay, like this has been debunked by the Washington Post. It's not true. But he's going out there and he's just yelling about how how Glenn Youngkin is a racist. That's vulgar. That's much more vulgar to me than just saying you don't like who the current president of the United States is. That's that is that is a slur on character. It's a slur on Youngkin. It is overtly false. 
Again, it's been fact-checked by people on the left. It is not true. But that sort of vulgarity is endemic to the leftist view of the United States more broadly. And it's really harmful, like much more harmful than you don't like the current president. It turns out pretty much half the country at all times doesn't like the current president. Doesn't matter who the current president is. That is not the true vulgarity. The true vulgarity is calling your fellow citizens vicious, brutal racists. And then being taken seriously. That's the vulgarity. Okay, we're going to get to more of this in just one second because it's it really is. It's true gaslighting and Americans know it. And it's driving the wedge. It's driving the polarization. We'll get to more on this in, in just a moment. First, let's talk about your sleep quality. So ever since trying my pillow, I can't sleep on anything else. And my pillow has ruined other pillows for me because it's just that good. My pillow wants to get back to our listeners right now. You can get great discounts on all my pillow products if you go to mypillow.com right now, click on that radio listener special. Get deep discounts on my pillow's mattress toppers, towels, and so much more. For example, my pillow right now is offering a buy one, get one free offer on Giza sheets. These are top quality sheets you will love. All my pillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Go to mypillow.com, click on that radio listeners special for the buy one, get one free offer on the Giza sheets. Use promo code DAILYWIRE at checkout or call 1-800-651-1148. You'll also get deep discounts on all my pillow products, including pillow slippers, the my pillow mattress topper, and my pillow towel sets. That's mypillow.com. Enter code DAILYWIRE at checkout or call 1-800-651-1148. Tell them Daily Wire sent you. That's 1-800-651-1148. The deals won't last forever, so call right now. Again, mypillow.com. Enter code DAILYWIRE to get started and see what deals are available to you. Alrighty, tomorrow night, the election is going to be fascinating. Daily Wire has broken some of the biggest news stories of this election cycle. Honestly, this would not be as close a race if it were not for Daily Wire reporting. If you want to stay in the loop, on more breaking news from Daily Wire, join right now. A membership is as little as four bucks a month, and you can get 25% off using code REALNEWS. And it was the Daily Wire's story about Loudoun County covering up alleged sexual assault in its bathrooms that broke this race wide open. Go check us out right now and help us do the sort of investigative reporting the left refuses to do. They're too busy worried about what their Southwest pilots are saying. Let's go, Brandon. Join today. You're listening to the largest, fastest-growing conservative podcast and radio show in the nation. Alrighty, so when I talk about the vulgarity that's endemic in American life right now, I'm not talking about F. Trump or F. Joe Biden. I'm talking about the vulgarity of particular narratives. I mean, first of all, there's just the bad treatment of people, right? The notion that you can just treat people badly based on their politics. So, for example, Kristen Cinema has been raked over the coals by the radical left who have suggested that she is very, very bad because she wasn't going to sign off on $3.5 trillion in spending. She's only going to sign off on probably $3 trillion when you actually do the math, $4 trillion when you actually do the math and extend these democratic programs they're greenlighting over the course of actually 10 years as opposed to false sunsets. But anyway, a bunch of protesters showed up at a wedding that Kirsten Cinema was actually officiating, and they ruined the wedding. And they ruined the wedding. Okay, so this is apparently not a national story. It is a national story if a pilot says, let's go, Brandon, which ruined nobody's day and ruined nobody's life. Here's somebody actually trying to ruin a wedding, and Kirsten Cinema like comes out and she's like begging with them, please don't do this. Could you just go down to the corner for an hour? Just for an hour. Just let her get married, please. It's, okay. it's, this person is not my daughter. My daughter's getting married. Tell, will you tell her that? Did, did you invite Senator? I don't know. Tell her that we don't like what she's doing to our country. You know what? Tell her. Tell her. Okay, that's the, the mother of the bride comes out and is begging with these people not to ruin the daughter's wedding. And they're like, she, the, the person officiating the water is like, you want to know what's undermining American life? Like that kind of stuff. You know what else is undermining American life? 
uh, is the is the generalized left wing take on race. So we'll get to more on this in just a moment. First, we're experiencing a lot of global instability as we plunge into primary season. How are you protecting your family in the middle of all of this chaos? The fact is there is one asset that has withstood famine, war, political and economic upheaval dating back to ancient times. That, of course, is gold. It's not too late to diversify an old IRA or 401k into gold, and Birch Gold Group can help you with that. Birch Gold can help you create a well-thought-out and balanced investment strategy. They'll help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold without paying a penny out of pocket. Diversify into gold today. Just text Ben to 989898 for a free info kit. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, thousands of happy customers, I encourage you to check out Birch Gold today. Text Ben to 989898. Claim your free info kit. Protect your savings with gold the way that I did. Diversification is always a smart business strategy, particularly in really tenuous times. This is a tenuous time. You should check out my friends over at Birch Gold. Text Ben to 989898. Get in touch with them today. Ask all your questions. Text Ben to 989898 to get started with Birch Gold. Colin Kaepernick is just a giant con man, like one of the great con men of our time. He's a failed NFL quarterback. He had like a couple of good seasons and then he started to fail. And so they benched him for the immortal Blaine Gabbert. And then he decided it's time to kneel for the national anthem because America is deeply racist. It wasn't racist until he got benched. Then he got benched and then America magically became racist and he was wearing socks with pigs as cops on them on the basis of the lie that the police are systemically shooting black people for no reason. This has won him accolades. He got a Nike deal. The only failed quarterback to win a giant Nike deal, right? With, with slogans saying things like you have to risk everything. Well, he's risked nothing. He risked zero things. He waited until he was a backup quarterback, then he knelt for the national anthem, and then the entire left wing ran to his defense. And then he spent the last few years saying he wants to play in the NFL while avoiding anything that would actually get him back into the NFL, because it turns out he kind of sucks. He's not a very good quarterback. Okay, so now, Netflix, remember, your corporate, your, the way the corporations work is that if you work for Southwest and you say, let's go, Brandon, it's a fireable offense, but all of Netflix, well, Netflix will just churn out Democratic propaganda day after day after day. They'll put out propaganda, a Pete Buttigieg documentary about how he changed the world. And now we've got Anna DuVernay, who, of course, is, is the woman who has made other propaganda films about race in the United States. Now she's making a propaganda film with Colin Kaepernick, talking about how Colin Kaepernick changed the world. It's called Colin in Black and White. Hey, here's a clip from it. You want to know what ruins the country? This kind of crap. So here is Colin Kaepernick talking about how the NFL Combine, which is a place where players show up to demonstrate their skills, in front of coaches so that they will get drafted higher and be paid more millions of dollars. He compares this, millionaire Colin Kaepernick, compares this to slave auctions in this film, backed by Netflix, backed by corporate bucks. But that's that's not a problem. Let's go Brandon is a problem. You want to know which is more vulgar in the broader sense of the world? Not, not a question. Here's Colin Kaepernick doing something morally despicable, but he's fond of doing that for cash. Before they put you on the field, teams poke, pride, and examine you, searching for any defect that might affect your performance. No boundary respected. No dignity left intact. Okay, and then if you can't see this, there's a bunch of guys who are getting checked out at the combine with their shirts off. And then they walk out of the combine and into a graphic of them with chains on them being auctioned off as slaves. I'm not kidding. This is what Netflix is producing and people bidding on them. Okay, I can spot a few differences. One, slaves were called slaves because they were not paid, because they were literally enslaved. 
Not they volunteered into an NFL combine where they then got paid millions of dollars based on their physical abilities. But Colin Kaepernick conflates the two, which is more vulgar for the United States, saying that the NFL combine is equivalent to actual honest-to-God slavery or saying, let's go, Brandon. But you know what the real vulgarity is? It's not that. That's not real vulgarity in sports. The real vulgarity is that Donald Trump went to a Braves game and did the tomahawk chop. That was the end of the world. Over the weekend, Donald Trump went to a Braves game. By the way, there's great irony to the fact that Texas and Georgia are the two states competing in the World Series after the MLB decided to cave to the woke scolds. So Donald Trump went to, uh, went to the Braves game and he was doing the tomahawk chop. And this was the end of the world. Okay, because the tomahawk chop is supposedly racist. Now, if you're going to talk about which is more racially problematic, comparing the NFL combine to actual honest-to-God slavery or a non-offensive symbol at a Braves game where nobody is saying, I hate Native Americans, therefore I'm doing the tomahawk chop. They are saying that this is a symbol of Native American culture that we wish to co-op because it's awesome and they're doing the tomahawk chop. But Donald Trump is the real threat to American to American mores. That's He's the threat. He's the threat. And the grift is so unbelievably strong. Okay, and this is why Americans are rebelling against this kind of crap. Let's go, Brandon, is going to become more ubiquitous, not less. Because it's not just that Joe Biden is pursuing radical economic policy. It's that Joe Biden is pursuing radical social policy. It's that he has bought into a vulgarization of the idea of America, broad scale. And if you note that, using any language whatsoever, this makes you bad. If you note that, using euphemistic language, because you don't even want to curse, that's apparently super duper bad. All righty, we'll be back here later today with an additional hour of content. In the meantime, go check out The Michael Knowles Show. That is available right now. I'm Ben Shapiro. This is The Ben Shapiro Show. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe. And if you want to help spread the word, please give us a five-star review and tell your friends to subscribe too. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, be sure to check out the other Daily Wire podcasts, including The Andrew Clavin Show, The Michael Knowles Show, and The Matt Walsh Show. Thanks for listening. The Ben Shapiro Show is produced by Elliot Feld. Executive producer, Jeremy Boring. Our supervising producer is Mathis Glover. Production manager, Pavel Wydowski. Associate producer, Bradford Carrington. Post producer, Justin Barber. The show is edited by Adam Saievitz. Audio is mixed by Mike Coromina. Hair and makeup is by Fabiola Cristina. Production assistant, Jessica Kranz. The Ben Shapiro Show is a Daily Wire production. Copyright, Daily Wire 2021. Ibram Kendi accidentally disproves systemic racism. Democrats send fake white supremacists to a Republican rally in Virginia, and the media dub Let's Go Brandon a Nazi chant. Check it out on The Michael Knowles Show. We'll get to more on this in just one second. First, Pure Talk believes in American values, and that free should mean, you know, like free. So when you switch to Pure Talk today, you'll get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. There's no four-line requirement, no activation fee, just a free Samsung that's built to last with a rugged screen, quick charging battery, and top-tier data security. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and a mobile hotspot. Pure Talk gives you phenomenal coverage on America's most dependable 5G network. It's the same coverage you know and love, but for half the price of the other guys. The average family saves almost $1,000 a year. So I challenge you to choose a company that actually doesn't hate your guts and shares your values. Let Pure Talk's expert U.S. customer service team help you make the switch today. Go to puretalk.com Shapiro to claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone and start saving on wireless today. Again, go to puretalk.com Shapiro to switch to my cell phone company. I've been using them for years. They're fantastic. You'll love them as well. Go to puretalk.com Shapiro and claim your eligibility on that free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Start saving. 